Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Michigan fans. Trevor Woods here from SB Nation's Maize and Brew high atop Michigan Stadium after another Wolverine victory, this time against the number 10 Penn State Nittany Lions. 41-17, very impressive score. The game was defined by second-half adjustment. The game was defined by an incredible rushing performance from Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum. Edwards had 16 carries on the day for 173 yards, two scores. Corum, 20 carries, 166 yards for two touchdowns. Absolutely dominating performance from Michigan's offensive line. Games were one lost in the trenches, and both sides of the ball for the Wolverines, very impressive in that regard. Michigan's defense picking up where they left off last week, pressuring the quarterback, Sean Clifford, didn't have a very good day. The 24-year-old Nittany Lions quarterback was 7 of 19 for 120 yards. That equates to a 37% completion percentage. Clifford was hit five times, sacked twice. It could have been a lot more, but got to give Clifford some credit on the day. He has escapability, to say the least. He's really squirming back there, and sometimes it seemed like he was dead to rights and got out of it for some completions or just to throw the ball away on what would have been a negative play. So still, I do respect Sean Clifford, but 19-year-old J.J. McCarthy actually played better than him. McCarthy was 17 of 24 for 145 yards. McCarthy did throw an interception. It was a fluke play in which it was batted at the line of scrimmage on a rollout from J.J., and then it ended up hitting a couple of Penn State helmets before being returned all the way to the house for a touchdown. Now, at the time, that made the game 14-13 Penn State. 
Michigan evaporated their 13-0 lead, and momentarily there was cause for concern. This is a number 10-ranked Penn State team, and but by the time the second half rolled around, folks, Michigan flipped the script, and they're showing the ability to do that. This has been a few weeks in a row of that type of thing against Iowa. It was Mike Morris, edge rusher in the locker room, who motivated the team. Last week, it was Jim Harbaugh who made a speech and motivated the team, saying, give us the best two quarters you got, and they surely did against the Hoosiers when they needed to, shutting the Hoosiers out in the second half. So in this one, in the second half, very similar. Michigan outscored Penn State 25-3. to Penn State's opening drive of the second half, they netted a field goal. But really in this one, it was defined by a few plays by Penn State that led to their points. There's a big, long 48-yard throw by Sean Clifford. There was a run by Clifford up the gut that went for 62. So these are the big plays that end up leading to points for Penn State. But overall, on a play-to-play -play basis, Michigan really dominated this one. McCarthy told the media after the game that Jim Harbaugh told the team that this is a butt kicking in every which way a butt can be kicked. And well, you know, Harbaugh's not really wrong. Over 400 yards on the ground, 418 rushing yards, that's demoralizing. That's taking the soul away from an opposing defense. And heck yeah, that's a butt kicking. The passing numbers, were they flashy? No. But they were able to net first downs overall. McCarthy played it safe. Already mentioned a fortunate interception. McCarthy was off on a few throws today. I'm not sure if it was the wind, but the wind was pretty swirly today and really windy after the game when I walked to the press conferences. So I got to take his performance with a grain of salt when factoring in the wind, but still 71% completion percentage on the day. Got multiple guys involved, but the story today is Blake Corn, Donovan Edwards, Michigan's offensive line, and got to give the receivers credit as run blockers. They were very good. And Joey Porter Jr. had 10 pass breakups and is considered a physical corner. Well, he, he got exposed a little bit today, in my opinion. And uh, Michigan's wideouts were able to throw him around a steady chunk. So that was positive to see. And here's the, the incredible thing. Heading into this one, a lot of folks thought that Michigan was going to struggle against Penn State's rush defense. They thought this might be the game where it's going to be J.J. McCarthy throwing you know, over 50 times or something if Michigan's rushing attack gets stifled. And anything but, this is the best game they've had rushing the football. So is that surprising? I guess it's surprising, but um, Corum after the game said that last year it was Hassan Haskins and Corum combined for the nickname Thunder Lightning. Well, Corum's saying this year, no, it's Lightning and Lightning. And he's not far off. <laughs> Explosive plays by both Corum and Edwards in this one. Corum had a 61-yard touchdown. Edwards had a 67-yard touchdown. So big play potential. I really like seeing Edwards be involved more in a career day from him rushing the football. And Edwards has some power to his game. He trucked a couple guys today, and he looks a little bit more like Hassan Haskins in the open field. So I see power potential from him. Very tall back, I would say, how he stands up straight in the open field. And he has really good cutting ability, too, in the open field. And obviously, we already know about Corm, what he can do in the open field, and his prowess as a speed back. So 
what they were able to do, what the Michigan offensive line was able to do. You just love to see it. Smash mouth, old school football, J.J. McCarthy described as blue collar football. He said that any time there's a game like this where an offense gets over 400 yards rushing, he's happy to be part of that and just hand the ball. McCarthy's happy with his role as long as Michigan wins, and they won a big one today. Now it's on to a bye week next week, and then they play Michigan State. Harbaugh, after the game, said that Quorum and Michigan offensive line players, they were basically saying after the game when Harbaugh congratulated them on such a good performance that no coach on to Michigan State. So there's this 24-hour rule that players always talk about, and maybe it's going to be less than that. It seems like for one, they're, they're going to have some time to get a little more healthy. There's some nicks and bruises at this point in the season. So good time for them to have a bye week. But their full systems go. Looking ahead to Michigan State, McCarthy said they want Paul back, Paul Bunyan, the Paul Bunyan trophy. And probably going to be a night game uh, when they do face off against one another. So despite Michigan State's lackluster record, the games usually are unpredictable, so it's going to be definitely an incredible atmosphere when those two teams kick off in a couple weeks. It's going to be a little spooky, a little bit of that Halloween atmosphere by that by the time that rolls around. But speaking of just the game today and what it means, well, it's going to be interesting to see where the AP Top 25, where Michigan falls in that. And as I'm Talking today, the Tennessee-Alabama game is still going on, so there's some certain things that I can't prognosticate. But Reese Davis last week put Michigan all the way down to seven. Brett McMurphy put Michigan all the way down to number nine. It's fair to say after this performance against Penn State that being dropped multiple spots last week after they beat Indiana was unwarranted. So I'm going to be interesting to see Tomorrow, what guys like Reese Davis and Brett McMurphy and some of those who definitely didn't value Michigan's win and strong second half against the Hoosiers, if they're going to say, my bad, I dropped them too low, or are they going to continue to discount what the Wolverines have been able to accomplish this year? First, it was supposed to be Maryland, that it was a game that was hyped up, that Michigan won against a good offense. Then I was supposed to have one of the best defenses in the country, the perception going into that game on the road in Iowa City. Michigan does their business there. So the, the goalposts feel like they continue to be moved for the Wolverines from outside sources and don't really see why that is the case. This is a pretty good football team. Do they have room to improve? Yes, Harbaugh drove that point home in his postgame press conference. There's a lot of things to clean up, and it would be nice to see, as I already said, McCarthy 145 yards today. But, yeah, sure, it would have been nice for him to throw a little more, but that's all I'm really going to say on that front when offense rushes for over 400 yards, has over 500 yards of total offense. Sharon Moore, Matt Weiss, the co-offense coordinators for the hats off to them, hats off to Jim Harbaugh. This was a great game plan. The dust settles and you score 41 points, you did a whole heck of a lot of things right. So gradual improvement, sure, it's been gradual, but it's also been fun. The story continues to unload, and Michigan's going to probably unload on a pretty bad Michigan State team 
in a couple weeks, one that you still have to treat with respect and seriousness, but just the way things are trending and the mindset of this Wolverines team, it'd be hard for me to pick against the Michigan football Wolverines. But this is it for now, folks. This is really an easy game to evaluate. They just kicked the snot out of them. Michigan kicked the snot out of Penn State. They clobbered them. They annihilated them. Was it close for a little bit? Yes. But guess what? Some boxing fights are close for a few rounds. And then the big tough guy pulls away in the conditioning. And you see the better, the better, faster, stronger, smarter, and all of those things. And like I said, I don't see one area where Penn State was better. <laughs> What's kind of funny about this, too, there's a lot of videos circulating of some Penn State media this week and saying that J.J. McCarthy has a baseball-type delivery and the Michigan rushing attack's not going to be able to face the number five rushing defense of Penn State. And I can keep going on, but the fact of the matter is, is that they were all incorrect. And this cannot be a good one for the Penn State program. And this is a great day for the Michigan football program. This felt like a playoff atmosphere. It was a maze out today at Michigan Stadium. The crowd was very engaged and Let's face it, if Michigan lost, it would have really hurt their chances to get in the college football playoff. So in essence, a top 10 matchup against Penn State felt like, like a wild card playoff game or a divisional round playoff game. And Michigan, they're still undefeated and life is good. And now they have time, two weeks to evaluate the hiccups, the mess ups they had against Penn State and how they can expose the weaknesses, and there's more than a few of the Michigan State Spartans. So that's what we're going to be focusing on once I push finish on this podcast because it warrants all of our attention, and that's where it's at now. Michigan's 7-0, and and they got to get through Michigan State to turn to 8-0. and So this has been Trevor Woods from SB Nation's Maze and Brew. You can follow me on Twitter at Woods Football. You can follow us on Twitter at Maze and Brew. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. And it has been an absolute pleasure covering the Wolverines and bringing home what is going on to all you guys. So thank you once again for tuning in, and I'll be talking to you sooner than later. Bye, guys.